You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 164. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! It's Crack Pack Alike in Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 164. Ciento-sesenta-y-quatro. Back, guys. I'm back. He's back. First off, I'm yes. going to just jump in out of the gate. You want to say what the episode's about today, yeah. or can I just go off? You've you okay. got apparently something on your heart here, please. Well, you know, I just tuned in to the episode uh, last week. I can't remember what the name of it was. Um, but I was not there. Work-life so. balance, baby. Yeah, work-life balance. That was it. And, so. our, and our podcast wasn't quite balanced because we were missing a That's true. That's piece. true. That was part of the, the, the story that wasn't in there. But I think week. we balanced it pretty good. We rolled, CC. <laughs> I, I think we rolled. It, and I was like, man, money. It was money. Hey, I agree. Y'all did a great job. But I, we, I really enjoyed it. But that was one of the things that y'all didn't do the little funny little noises at the no, beginning. No, those are only for Steve. <laughs> I, try, I, I flinched at it, but I didn't do it. Another thing that uh, a couple of notes or a few notes that I made on it. I see one more of notes than he takes on the real podcast. I know. This is more notes than I normally have whenever we're recording. Yes. I didn't know CC was ever in the New Kids of the Block. Apparently, he was in New Kids of the Block. That was what I learned this morning. Okay. <laughs> and the other, okay. the other thing is. <laughs> you got this from the podcast? Yes, I got this okay. from the podcast. And number two, I love it how CC always like weaves things around and he's like okay for the would you rather i want to work less and make more money non-committal to the options <laughs> and the other one is hot dog wanted to um have less cash maybe work less and make less cash but still be comfortable <laughs> <laughs> comfortability all depends man I'm well, not i know i know i was like okay well that's not a big sacrifice there what is that <laughs> Anyway, it was pretty funny. You know, throw a little garden out there. I'm kind of considering that, CC. I'm going to talk to you about a box garden. Oh, box garden. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you know. Try to follow in your footsteps on that. I tried a little bit of that in my backyard, but man, my girls were hungry. They ate all the corn that I tried to get last year. (laughs) Girls are getting more value by the day with the price of eggs. Oh, man, I know. They're actually renting chickens in coops now, so if y'all are interested, several different things nationally that are doing it. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You can't have my girls, though. Yeah, we'll get our own quick. Hey. (laughs) All right, guys, I know everybody's just dying to, to, you know, on pins and needles wondering what the topic here is. And this was inspired by John, well, kind of off of a different topic that we had. And I think it's a good one here. And that is, we're going to call it keeping the Sabbath holy, maybe the importance of the Sabbath. Um, kind of looking forward to it here. John and I have had many discussions in the past over That's this. That's true. Uh, which I believe we'll delve our way into. Um, but before we get there, we're going to throw it over to Johnny for the would you rather. What you got, buddy? Well, guys, um, this kind of goes along lines in one of the discussions we were having beforehand. So um, I'm going to 
stay in the that spirit and say, would you rather snore really loud while you sleep or have to wake up at least minimum of once a night? Well, I'll be honest. I don't really snore, so I need some clarification. What is it? Really loud snoring. So if anybody was around, they would hear you. Probably okay, video so you're just you. a negative Probably feedback. video, take pictures mm-hmm. of you, disturb your spouse. Or hot dog, if hot dogs sleep in the same room as you. What hot would dog you loves rest? when you snore. Oh, he loves snoring. He loves snoring. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> That's why I was giggling inside. I'm like, oh, man, this might start a fight. Never. Yeah. Not with my buddy CC. <laughs> or if I snore, then Matt would stay up all night, not just once. Oh, yeah. yeah. It I could was, be a problem. They serve drinks that night. It gets me every time. It's mm-hmm. been it's been a talk about things. You see, you want to take it? What you want, man? Yeah. You wake up so once so here's the deal. So I go through seasons of snoring. Usually it has to do whenever I'm, you know, lack of sleep or had a drink or two or, you know, put on a little extra weight. And I know how not to sleep when I don't do those things. But that being said, my wife, you know, when I do get in a snoring phase, keeps her up. And so I would take one for the team, wake up at least once. Usually I do that once to go to the restroom and I do fall back asleep pretty quickly. So if it meant she got to sleep good and I just had to take it, you know, take a hit, I probably would. Um, but now she's got these cool headphones, that Bluetooth and she, it's a face mask with speakers in the wrap around her ears. Complete out. Wow. Really? Yes. Doesn't hear me. So it blocks out the noise, blocks out the light. So she'll start just like we're just doing our thing. But if I start snoring, she puts those on, lights out, man, every oh, time. Oh, so that's like a backup plan. Backup, huh? plan. backup okay. plan. And Sweet. it's awesome. It's huh. awesome. I know what we might be get, need to get somebody for Hey, the I know. Dude, huh? It, huh? it's amazing. Everything's just sound machine plays. You can adjust this where the speaker's located to so put it right over your ear. And it's like sound, sight. Wow. That's pretty neat. It is pretty neat. How about you? How about you? Interesting question. I don't really have an impact on this one way or another. My first thought really was like, yeah, I wouldn't want to disturb whoever's sleeping with me. So I would like, okay, I want to put the other person put the other person put the other person first. But then I'm like, what if I have like something really big the next day? You know, Um, I don't know. I'm like that. That waking up one time is it like you wake up and then you go right back to sleep? Like every now and again, I wake up in the night. Go right back know. to sleep. Yeah, sometimes it's a toss you up. Right back to sleep. Sometimes I'm pretty indifferent on this question, to be honest. So I would just pass and be like, I'll wake up once. It really doesn't matter. Because when I wake up, I normally fall back to sleep, minus my shoulder thing. Mm-hmm. When I woke up, then, man, it just kept me up for like an hour or two. Um, so that's a possibility. It is It is a possibility mm-hmm. in this, but I'm going to roll the dice based on my history here and said, I'll wake up once. No problem. Okay. Yeah, I'm with y'all. I would rather just wake up. Um, I've been in situations, times in my life where uh, I've snored, caught myself snoring. I can hear myself. I'm like, something sounds really weird. Oh, that that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'll wake myself up snoring. Also, later on during pregnancy, my wife snores a pretty good bit. So oh, she's going to enjoy yeah. that I'm sharing that with y'all. Yeah, poor Wallace. <laughs> uh, so that's been an interesting thing. I've got some fun videos. Maybe I'll share those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that can disrupt some things. So for me, uh, I, I agree. It would be something that I'd rather just take the hit, get up once, and then uh, hopefully settle down and be able to get back to it and rest for the night. That's awesome. All right, guys. Let's wheel our way into the topic here. I think it's going to be pretty good. Keeping the Sabbath holy. or Keep holy, holy the Sabbath. Keep holy the Sabbath. A lot of ways you can go here. John, what is the Sabbath? Tell me what the, tell me what the Sabbath is, buddy. I'm going to let you just start on this topic because I feel like you have a lot of 
passion behind it, you know, over the years. And, and I've come to your side of the fence quite a bit on this. Not that I was like way over there, even though you thought I was. Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk about why, why this uh, topic was important to you, man? Well, you know, in the beginning, there was just the Word, and then the Word was made flesh. And then, over time, God, you know, created all the land, the water, all that. And then on the seventh day, He rested. And that was something that, you know, the Bible talks about us. We should keep holy the Sabbath. Um, Now, what does that mean? You know, if you read back in... You know, the Old Testament, they didn't want you to do any type of work that included, you know, if your ass got stuck in the ditch, you wouldn't, you weren't supposed to go pull it out or something like that. I don't know. Different stories. Where AKA people, the donkey. Yeah, yeah the donkey. Johnny. <laughs> Come on, biblically, biblically speaking, you should know this ass comment. Um, so, uh, I mean, it, I think it's evolved over a long period of time. Now, nowadays, I think it's generally viewed as a normal day where people just kind of go about their business and and don't really uh, reflect on what the uh, original purpose is for us to rest, rejuvenate, uh, focus on uh, the Word and the Lord and what we're, we're put on this earth for and what our overall design is for. So that's my little short take on it. Yeah, and I think that's a good place to start, John, because I wrote down what is actually resting, you know, rest on the Sabbath. What does that mean? Um, Because I have thought about this topic a lot over the years, and this was spawned into from John and I because of Botskis. When I purchased Botskis, it was closed on Sundays and then decided Uh to open it on Sundays. It's true. And Sabbath breakers. Big controversy. Big, big controversy for Johnny. And, you know, I was looking at it like, we were only opening from after church through lunch. Uh, so like 11 to 10.30 to 2, something like that. And I was like, oh, good. Uh, it really was not a huge moneymaker here. It's a profitable little thing, I guess, on Sundays, on some Sundays. But more to give the guys working, girls working some more hours, too. It made that mm-hmm. kind of work out well. At least worst case scenario, break even, maybe make a little money. So this wasn't really inspired by let's make a bunch of money. We are open for three hours. But it was like keep the staff and you can keep more people working for you when you have more hours and then john's like pretty you know giving me a hard time as he normally does even though he's now supporting this this mode so much so that hot dog was like dang i'm in confession like shortly thereafter go to monsignor keeping him in line cc go to monsignor greg and i'm like look here before i confess this i want to see if it's even something i need to confess so i tell him the same thing he's like no not a problem at all as long as you give your people time to be able to go to church and it's not like an all day thing and, and be able to, you know, get some rest, not an issue. So then of course I got to throw that back in John's face and I was super excited about it. And, <laughs> um, now we are where we are, but ever since then, in all seriousness, I've thought about this like resting. Cause I used to like maybe do an hour or two of work on Sundays, get my Monday kind of outline where it wasn't too bad. I've quit doing that. Um, and in large part, just try to rest. Not, but then I'm like, does that mean sit there? Does that mean I can do some yard work? Like, what is rest? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I remember there's times where I would try to work on Sunday or do little projects. It was like, you know, you're supposed to rest today. And then I'd flip it on, or sometimes I had to do something. It's like, oh, I technically can't work today. <laughs> so well, when it was well convenient, days I'm off. you know, so we try to, she'll call me out sometimes, and I try to be conscious of it because, you know, we work so hard, usually most people, six days a week in some capacity, whether it's your work, work, or, you know, errands, tasks, family life. But to actually have permission, and God's asked us to, like, hey, man, take a breath. And I, I know we're supposed to pray more and, and reflect and be with the family and 
So I, you know, I kind of have, I go through cycles. I try to relax on Sundays, but there are times where I find myself catching up that last little task I need to do. And, you know, I, you know, I need to be better at that, but I've been pretty good for the most part. I think it's something that really honestly over the last five or six years that I've really been more conscious about, you know, me and April made jokes about really, really trying not to work too hard on mm-hmm. Sundays and it's become a family day. I like to cook, mm-hmm. like to, um, you know, spend time hanging out, do something fun, go to church, uh, but this was a this was a good one. I look forward to seeing what you guys' thoughts are on what we should be doing during the Sabbath day. Yeah, you know, for me, I usually will go to mass either <clears throat> Saturday evening or um, Sunday early. So we don't always get to go to church as a family. Sometimes it's a lot more relaxing if we do kind of split it up. Um, if I don't get to go Saturday evening, I like to get up early in the morning. Usually go seven o'clock mass. Uh, it's pretty peaceful. Weather's good enough most of the time that uh, I can sit outside and still just hear the birds and Mm. feel the wind and do all that kind of stuff, which is very relaxing for me. Um, Another thing that I do uh, on Sundays a lot is I usually cook. So I cook things that we eat uh, for that day, but also kind of preparing for the week because my wife and I both work and uh, it's pretty hectic whenever we come in. And so I like to kind of prep some things for the week and just kind of I'll either cook a brisket, a big thing of red beans or rice, other things like that. So, you know, in the traditional sense, maybe I shouldn't even be doing some of those kind of things. But those are tasks that uh, Mm -hmm. are not really a burdensome uh, issue, but uh, help overall family life be more smooth. Um, So I don't know. What do you all think about those things? Is that too much of a task? That was my question. Going back to what Matt said about gardening. Like what if you're doing something you enjoy? Like Mm -hmm. if cooking is is a joy, like you're enjoying yourself. Eating's a big joy for me. (laughs) Or if you're, if working in the garden is physical work, but it's like, it's bringing you peace and happiness and giving you food. (laughs) Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I think there's some line there and I don't know it. I'm trying to kind of figure it out myself. Uh, I do find the most, Again, I try to do it every day, a little bit of silent time, quiet time, go through my little reading, journaling, prayer time. And I, I generally on the weekend, Saturday and Sundays, because I like to go to a good old Saturday mass as well with Johnny. And so on Sunday mornings, I'll, I'll get like extra time to be able to spend, either read a little more. And then if I don't in the morning, which I always try to make sure to get some in the mid afternoon, I like to do that because we always do which I enjoy a Sunday dinner at mom's, all my siblings go over there and whatnot. So that's a little tradition we get to do in the evening. So I kind of get the daytime to more rest, do those kind of things. But I do think Craig, there is a line with like, okay, I want to do like some housework. I'm going to clean up my garage and, you know, do whatever for two, three hours. Is that like, okay, are we really resting? But is it, you know, some people mowing the grass is like a therapeutic thing. Like that is kind of resting. You just get, and I, I am one of those people. Um, so I don't know. I'm not sure what the line is. I kind of like how it gives you permission to rest. You know, a lot of us don't know how to turn off mm-hmm. our life. And um, it's nice to know that, hey, God gave you a day to to relax and to, to re- rejuvenate, refresh, you know, pray, read. Always growing up, it was weird. I always remember Sundays, and I guess to this day I'm still like this. Like, I know Monday's coming and all the carnage that is Monday, so I want to make Sunday as fun as possible. Yeah. So I'm always like Steve said, I'm cooking in the evenings. Um, I'm just trying to like, until the sun goes down, I'm trying to have my own little happy place party or whatever you want to call it uh, with the family. It's, um, you know, I think it's, it's in your heart, I think, to want to have that time. And, and once you do it, you kind of get hooked on it. And so now it's like if I don't have a plan on a Sunday evening to cook or relax with the family, I get kind of cranky. <laughs> <laughs> Extend the Sunday fun day. Extend I like it. the f- Sunday fun day. What about, uh, you know, now, you know, 
in our area and I'm, I'm sure probably across uh, the whole country, athletics is a big thing that you seem, mm-hmm. it seems to be encroaching a lot more in the weekends in, and on Sundays, travel mm-hmm. ball, other things like that. Do y'all see that as a problematic thing or is that still in a leisure situation? Um, what do y'all think about? That's a good question. I think about that a lot because that's too. a pretty demanding. It's yeah, very demanding because the travel that goes with it, you know, having mm-hmm. to go to and fro. Yeah. And I think I would couple that on what Craig was saying. On Sundays, I like to like get good rest so I'm ready for the week because you want to be your best in the week, and I think that's a good part of rest. And I think that's kind of hard to do if you're, you know, driving to Houston, Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. or something. And especially if the team advances pretty far and you play in it, yeah, know, the championship on Sunday night, you're not getting back to ten, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. No, I have, right I know. I have friends that are doing that happens kind of stuff. all the time. I'll go to work <laughs> Monday morning. It's like, oh, our tournament didn't end until nine thirty last night. Yeah. We were in, we were somewhere east of Baton Rouge or something, <laughs> you yeah. know. And it's like, oh, they get home at midnight on a sunday night and that goes back to like the world right there's there's you know there's god and what he asked us to do and there's the secular world and that we always get challenged all the time with what's we're exposed to um and so where do you draw the line of this is kind of what the world's wanting me to do versus what god's wanting me to do and and then how do you answer those calls i don't i don't know i don't have to do that so it's easy for me to say so i don't know what do you i haven't had to do the, the tournament ball on sunday yet but i know a lot of people do yeah absolutely um, yeah, fortunately, you know, we haven't had to do any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, I s- certainly see it in my patients. They don't always look and seem to be feeling rested and rejuvenated at the beginning of the week, particularly if they've been engaging those activities. So I agree. Uh, if you're looking at what we're called to do and what that action is supposed to be there for, for you to, you know, be rested and be rejuvenated and spend that time with the Lord, I don't know that that's the best, most wisest things to be doing. So, guys, anybody want to join my uh, Sunday afternoon softball league? (laughs) (laughs) I can't, Steve. As much as I want to, God has asked me to make burgers and and chill. I will come in and watch it. Watch the game. It will be a nice rest. Here Here we go. All right, guys. That was awesome. And, uh, well, it's been fun talking about Sabbath. And so we're going to treat this last minute like Sabbath, take a breather, mm-hmm. rest, and maybe go into what made you hit the gas or pump the brakes. Do we have one this week? I think we do. Anything on your heart and mind, any, hot dog? Any on anything. your heart, heart and mind, hot dog, anything. How about on your soul? Something special yep. that maybe made you just really hit the I don't know. Breaks. He's kind of blushing. I think it's I something serious. <laughs> I just got this he's, vibe that he's got a story for uh, us. No. I don't know what. He is laughing after all that. Um, yes, we are going to take it. Woo! Been a long time coming, hitting the gas here. And that is finally proposed. Uh, (laughs) That's pretty well done. A lot of people are waiting on the time to come, so finally did propose a few days now. I don't know, probably a little over two weeks back to Alexandra. And uh, what'd she say? She said yes. Before I could even even finish the words, you know. Wow, Um, that's awesome. Went over to Queen of Heaven in front of the St. Joseph statue, so it was a pretty special day. It was also, um, didn't know I was going to do it till the night before, which I told y'all. After it happened, called Lady J. She had the ring in a safe deposit box, and I said, Mom, we're going to roll this tomorrow if I wake up and still feel like it's the day. Sure enough, did, and so uh, called Alexander by surprise, which a lot of people were thinking, man, he'll do this in San Diego, went to San Diego or Highlands, you know, and um wound up doing it right here in good old chuck vegas and i, I was excited because i like surprises and uh it was a good time so now we're looking forward to trying to get a wedding going and 
North Carolina. So I can't wait for the two of you, which all have been up there and some of our closest friends to make the trip and it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. Awesome, man. Congratulations. So Cece and I are just wondering, when is this man trip going to be before <laughs> the actual event? That's what we need to know. It you is know, a that's, prerequisite. It's that's we number do. one on everybody's list. So I know, it's what like, you got, buddy? It's, it's one of those few times. Oh, you goodness. Know, Craig Here we has go. proved his stripes and been traveling with me. John, <laughs> over the last four years, maybe five. <laughs> I proved my ability to procreate. He <laughs> did do that. <laughs> yeah. He did. Do I'm sure what's going to happen for this trip, John's going to have a work function and be like, guys, okay. everybody come meet at the work function. It'll be a lavish trip. I think we should go to the convention center <laughs> up in Seattle. I don't know why, but I just feel like it's where it, it's going to be happening. And by the way, while we're there, there's a couple talks we don't want to go to. <laughs> exactly. We just like Pittsburgh, lavish. Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh was lavish. Woo. Oh man, but exciting time. So yeah, it was a good, good memory and we're looking forward to, I'm sure there'll be some stories to come from this. Uh, but we do appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. Um, if you have some thoughts uh, or comments about what you do to keep the Sabbath holy or rest, we'd love to hear from you. And if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we'd much appreciate it. Till next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?